0: From the Mecca Mormonism, Salt Lake City, Utah, this is Heart of the Matter Short. I'm your host, Sean McCraney. Like most ages in human history, ours is presently uh, an age of civil unrest. People are outraged with injustice, abuse of power, apparent inequality and manipulations were violently against governments and police departments, social indifference and for equality be equality to be extended to all people, all races, genders and people of various social strata. Many people see great reason for there to be these upheavals and uh, the social outrage. They have that right, I believe, I guess. And in some cases, even the justification, I suppose. But from what I can tell, there remains an untouched, really, It's been approached, but an untouched bastion of human experience, which I think ought to have the greatest outpouring of outrage, but continues to experience very little in the face of things. And that's religious abuses done in the very name of God. Religious abuses done in the name of Christ. From what I can tell, and comparatively speaking, there is no subject more important to me at least, more worthy of outrage in the universe than the subject of people who will uh, clothe themselves in God or in Christ and then abuse others with that authority. None. I say this because where I'm, where, from where I sit, you know, in my interest, and there's other people who are interested in these things too, God, he, he really set everything up. He really did everything necessary to, to fix the fall, to fix the situation on our behalf, to fix sin, to fix death. He, he, he sent his only son who did something we can't do, lived, suffered, died, rose again, ascended, returned. God took care of all of it. And then in the face of all that, um, people take the good news And they use it as a club, they use it as handcuffs, they use it as ropes, and they bind each other up, uh, up, taking each other captive. Where is the outrage? I understand indifference. I understand even ridicule from people who don't believe who think God is a joke and non-existent. I understand people who want nothing to do with God being indifferent, but I cannot for the life of me understand the dispassionate response to the historical and present day abuses that have gone on um, by those who are apparently interested in him, who apparently are seekers of God in truth who apparently want others to be free and to experience the good news. How are we not absolutely outraged by the things going on around us? You see them on TV when we had TV. I guess we still do. Uh, we see them online. We see clips of, of guys talking about donating so that they can have a jet. We see abuses all around us religiously, even on the very... Uh, streets we live, the church is sitting there. We know of abuses that are going on in those churches and we say and do nothing. How are we not outraged? Really, by the 2,000 years of outright non-Christian views, attitudes, and practices that have been poured out in the name of God. How have we sat by and participated in systematic religious abuse that's been heaped upon people and that's been described in books like Hawthorne's The Scarlet Letter or Kaczynski's The Painted Bird or Miller's Crucible, that that famous book, The Crucible, and the movies that have uh, depicted that the contents of that book. It just shows, you know, even to the stoning of of women in the Salem witch trials and and the abuses that have gone on in the hands of the Catholics and the ecclesiastical abuses that have gone on within Mormonism. And then the very small churches just dot the world that are Baptist and Pentecostal and and the abuses that go on in the name of God. Look at the quantity of abuse that has happened. Forget the Catholics and and, anti-Semitism and the Third Reich forget I mean there is so much that has been done in the name of God that does not in any way shape or form touch on the beauty and goodness of what God has given us where's the outrage against the misogyny that continues to go on and the racism and the justification in the 1800s for slavery among Christians not just Mormons and and financial fraud The financial fraud that continues on today is absolutely insane. In the name of God, God wants you to be obedient. And in your obedience, you give. That's financial fraud using God's name. It's unreal. So when will people who love Jesus Christ, here's the key, gently. Gently begin to unitedly express dismay at the things Christians have done, especially leadership. And when will Christians unite and refuse to play along anymore? Refuse to attend any institution that has any present practice of abuse and any history of abuse that's not apologized for and not renounced. I know that churches have history. I don't expect them to be perfect. But still, if they haven't renounced that history and haven't said, "We're moving forward better, I mean, when are we going to do that? When will we unitedly reject out of hand all these corporate appeals to pleasing God, false authority, bloated material kingdom building, when our king, the Son of man, had no place to rest his head, Don't you remember that? How can we look around and we and we see what has uh, the what? Uh, the money has been used for in religion. Just go around and look. They justify it as, well, we need places to gather. I mean, we could learn something from the Jehovah's Witnesses and dumb our buildings down a little bit. At least try to do that. But no, right? How are we calling people sinners? Pointing fingers, punishing people for sin with the same mouth proclaiming that Jesus paid for the sin of the world. That's an abuse. Do you get it? You say Jesus paid for your sin and then you come into the church and the pastor condemns you for the sins you commit. It doesn't make any sense, right? So how are we failing to use the provisions and the talents and our voice to let the world know that God loves the world? God sent his son out of that love who did everything for us, for everybody, and now to share that message and to represent that message with an example that reflects what he taught. Uh, Aren't you moved to wonder when a pastor passes a plate, calls those collections tithing, and people who have little are digging into their pockets and putting money into that thing, and he drives off in a new Lexus? Doesn't that make you wonder? I mean, isn't doesn't something bother you in your heart when you hear a message that is called the good news that says God created most of humanity bef- knowing full well that he would condemn them to an eternity in burning flames that actually cause pain? Doesn't something go off in your head that says, "What the What the fuck?" Doesn't anything register in your reasonable mind to say there's something wrong with this picture? Where's the outrage? I think it's time, brothers and sisters, small as we are, take the message for all believers who love God and Christ, who want peace, love, and understanding to gently, quietly, but relentlessly Reach out with kindness and patience and long suffering and refuse to support the game of religion any longer. The COVID thing was interesting. We had churches that were empty. What did it amount to? I mean, people who believe still believe and people who were weak and going to church because it helped them through the day. Maybe they don't anymore. I don't know. But the church really didn't do anything. It's the relationship you have with God through the Spirit. It's your pursuit of him through the spirit and your study and and your walk. It doesn't have anything to do with these buildings. So let's reject them and let's unite as a people uh, that that want to love and peace and unity and and want to change the image that we have allowed to exist for over uh, uh, 2,000 years. All because of Jesus, everything is good. But because of man, everything has turned bad. Let's change that. We can do it in his name. I'm not saying out. I'm not saying write your comments below. I'm sick of doing that. I'm just stopping. I will stick my tongue out. That will be the signal that we're done.